Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and patriots of all ages, welcome once again to In Black and Right. We are the new definition of color commentary. And as always, I am Jerry Brooks, your host, your tour guide through the alternate universe, that is Joe Biden's America, as well as the baby-faced assassin for freedom. Freedom of speech, freedom of thought, freedom of association, and all the other great freedoms that our wonderful Constitution grants us. So, with that in mind, before we get into all the fun that we've got going on today, um, I'd like to uh, at least let you all know uh, that we're, I'm going to be picking up on a story that I did yesterday and briefly mentioned it. I wanted to go into greater detail um, about it and just didn't quite have the time but I wanted to get into this and I want today especially now that American Pride Month on in black and right is still very much in effect until July 31st and going to have a great old time now, of course, before we get into the fun of today, uh, just to let you know, you can always send us an email with questions, comments, or anything like that. You can, also, you can send it to inblackandright at gmail.com or go to our great website, inblackandright.net. We've got some great things uh, on the website right now, done some updates, uh, and we're also getting ready just a few weeks from now we're going to be on our way to Texas for CPAC Texas in Dallas. It's going to be fun. We've got our, uh, we're just in the home stretch of our fundraiser that we're doing uh, right now. Just simply go to inblackandright.net and you can connect there if you'd like to help us get uh, all the way to the end of the goal. We're halfway there. Looking forward to it. And well here we go folks now what cracks me up about this and this is a well it's about time because I think finally Texas has gotten the message we're done with this and especially the border counties and this is a story uh, from the New York Post reporting uh, from July 4th and I just want to read a little bit of this and finally, it's just, you know, I think finally Texas said enough. We're done with this, at least some of the border counties. Now, three Texas counties are expected to declare a state of emergency over the record number of illegal migrant crossings, blasting the crisis at the U.S.-Mexico border as unprecedented. Well, as of yesterday, that has now been made official. County leaders in Kinney County, Goliad County, and Uvalde County will make the important announcement about forthcoming emergency declarations Tuesday at a press conference in Brackettville, Texas, which is about 30 minutes north of the southern border 
election officials said in a press release. Well, that's already happened. Yes, the official announcement happened yesterday uh, with a lot of dignitaries. Uh, we, they, uh, among them, there were county sheriffs, mayors, uh, judges uh, in the area. Uh, you had Congressman Chip Roy uh, of Texas. You had Ken Cuccinelli uh, there, who has been a big advocate uh, for border security. You had Mark Morgan, the former commissioner of the uh, CBP of the Border Patrol. So yes, you had a lot of folks there, and and they're done. They're they are just D-U-N done with this foolishness at the border. And since neither Joe Biden and his administration of mental midgets and full-blown liars, namely uh, Alejandro Mayorkas, uh, Homeland Security Secretary, and apparently not even the Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton or the Governor Greg Abbott, who's, who are both running for re-election, by the way, they're not willing to declare it an invasion either. So. I can understand where these county officials, these sheriffs, mayors, county commissioners are just like done. You know, we're done with this. We're declaring an invasion. Now, if uh, somehow Greg Abbott, the governor, isn't liking this or there's some type of constitutional issue, then fine, say something. But for heaven's sakes, I think. This is more attention-getter more than anything else because uh, Governor Abbott does have the authority as, a govern as the sitting governor of Texas to declare an emergency in the event of an invasion. And believe me, it is an invasion. It's a big-time invasion. And what's really interesting about this, this is not just totally Texas. There are other states who are willing to send personnel to Texas, be duly deputized, and so they can help out uh, Texas law enforcement. County sheriffs, the Texas Department of Public Safety, anybody who, can, who wants to help. And one of those states <laughs> is Florida. Send over their people, properly deputize them by the county sheriffs, and there you go. You've got a whole group of new deputies. And frankly, you know, yeah, of course, the Department of Injustice and Merrick Garland, what a goofball. And yeah, he's going to just go after them. And, and if, for him, you know, if somehow um, other states like Arizona, because Carrie Lake, who is running for Arizona governor, She's one tough lady, and she has sworn, as a campaign promise, on day one, that she will declare an emergency, she will declare an invasion of Arizona, and use her Article 1, Section 10 authority under the U.S. Constitution to do so. And she's pretty much daring uh, the Injustice Department and Merrick Garland, sue us, go ahead knock yourself out I'm like I like the lady she's pretty dang tough and yet I don't know why 
Governor Abbott in Texas is so hesitant to use the word invasion. Texas has been invaded. Ranchers, farmers, the, the predominantly Hispanic communities along the border are just inundated, absolutely inundated with all kinds of craziness and chaos. Human trafficking, sex trafficking. I mean, didn't we just have 53 illegal immigrants die on a truck near San Antonio being brought into the country? They were abandoned, left for dead, and to die? Oh, it, it ugh. I mean, I, I don't get it. What is taking Greg Abbott so long? I mean, is he waiting to get reelected? Uh, that's going to be a little on the late side there, uh, Governor Abbott. No, thank you. <laughs> no, 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 no. Wake the heck up, sir. Ken Paxton, I mean, how many times have you been have sued or been sued by the Biden administration? This should be old hat for you. Do some, help, help out those folks down there. Now, of course, I understand Governor Abbott, you know, is doing all this other stuff and spending all this money to help Texas and Texas law enforcement. That's fine. But if it's not connected with the idea that the state has been invaded, private property, public property, and human life, I mean, this is public safety issue. I mean, as well as, I mean, my gosh, national security, economics, public safety. I mean, how, what's it going to take? What in the heck is it going to take? So, yay, happy, happy, thank you, Texas, and these three counties. I'm, I'm going to be definitely monitor, monitoring this story for sure. Because this speaks to a lot of the reason why Democrats are hemorrhaging. I mean, major league hemorrhaging Hispanic support. Not just in Texas, but in Arizona, New Mexico, California, other places around the country. I mean, oh my goodness, I don't even want to think about South Florida. Oy, oy, oy. The Cuban community, the Venezuelan community, oh, they are P.O.'d beyond belief. So that's a story to definitely keep track of. But I got to get, I just can't seem to take my eyes off of the whole mess that happened at the July 4th parade in Highland Park, Illinois. Now, yes, Vice President Harris went there. Uh, after going to pander to the teachers unions down at an NEA convention in Chicago, just went up north uh, for about a 40-minute drive, went to Highland Park, and just absolutely was dumbfounded listening to some of her very brief remarks. I mean, it's a usual Kamala Harris word salad, except there weren't that many words which is a little mm, not quite the typical Kamala Harris style but anyway to uh, and I but I found this story 
Very interesting. It, on foxnews.com, and it's from yesterday, July 5th. Highland Park, July 4th, shooting suspect's parents were, quote, a problem, says former coach. I thought, hmm, because I had to wonder. Because this kid, 22, when he got caught, was wearing women's clothing. So, I mean, okay. So, so yeah, he was a little bit, I guess, queer or LGBT. I don't know. But apparently, yeah, it, you got a guy wearing women's clothes. And also, apparently, there was a history. There was a history with this kid and the local police. He was, he was on their radar. Now, and I'm thinking, okay, this sounds interesting to me. I mean, and it took me, it took me a little while to think, haven't I seen this before? And it's like, and it popped into my head. Parkland, 2018. Yes, apparently this kid had many visits by the local police to his home. Now, apparently the parents were quite dysfunctional there and I mean and oh my 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 even I think as early as 2019 they uh, the local police in Highland Park had visited his home and confiscated swords and various knives because he wanted to kill people now okay here we go because when i look and dig a little deeper in some of this the facts that the mainstream media will never tell you i thought oh my gosh this is like parkland all over again except it wasn't a school it was a fourth of july parade but still it was a massacre you've still got people dead you've got dozens injured but <sighs> This is what blows my mind. And this is why I have absolutely, and I said it yesterday, anti-Second Amendment zealots need to shut up. I have no tolerance for you at all. Your foolishness has been now made perfectly plain. They're like, well, how dare you? I said, hey, we tried it your way. You, Matthew McConaughey, Democrats and others screaming, griping, complaining. Do something! Do something! We gotta get rid of the guns! Do something! Okay. Well, you've got John Cornyn and Mitch McConnell in the Senate, the Republicans and their other rhino friends who voted for this idiotic and incredibly stupid, unconstitutional as hell, bipartisan gun bill about 14 sen Republican senators supposed Republican senators along with represented 14 Republicans in the house voting along with this nonsense thinking that it's oh this great legislation John Cornyn bull I say that you directly sir I call BS on it because now it was already bad enough the bill had all this money, which was essentially a federal bribe to states to establish 
red flag laws. Well, guess what? Illinois has a red flag law. Did it stop the Highland Park nonsense? No, it didn't come close. And the, the local police knew about this kid. They knew about him. And he was pretty, and this kid was pretty sharp. You know, ditched the gun, dressed in women's clothing, and mixed in with the crowd. I mean, how brilliant can that be? He hid in plain sight and just walked and ran right along with everybody else and apparently was dressed in women's clothing, tried to disguise himself. He was that way when he was caught, you know, trying to somehow wear women's clothing to evade capture by the police, but it didn't work. So yeah, this is just all kinds of messed up. And in Parkland, yeah, it was the same thing. The shooter down there, multiple, multiple encounters with local law enforcement. The school administration knew about this kid. Local law enforcement knew about the Parkland shooter. They knew, they knew they had extensive, extensive records and contacts with this kid. Uh, my goodness, even the FBI was informed about the Parkland shooter not once, but twice. And yet, they still screwed the pooch and dropped the ball. And the rest, as they say, is history, which led to Florida and Governor Rick Scott, before he became Senator Rick Scott, to come up with Florida's red flag law, which that in itself has problems because there are people there are even children who are being charged under this law as young as eight years old. Seriously? I mean, Florida's got a red flag law, and it's just all crazy. Illinois has a red flag law. Didn't stop Highland Park. New York State had a red flag, has a red flag law. Didn't stop the massacre at the supermarket in Buffalo. So people with this screaming of, oh, we need to do something, we need to do something. Well, we did. You got your wish, and it wasn't enough. No magic background check. No magic red flag law. And for every single anti-gun zealot, famous or not, your, your usefulness is at an end. Your foolishness cannot be tolerated. You are nothing more than the boy who cried wolf. We did it your way and you failed miserably. Now, now that we've got to deal with this crud, I'm thinking to myself, I, I don't want to hear it because you people were wrong. You were wrong from the beginning. You're wrong now and you will be continuing to be wrong should you continue to stay down this Oh, we have to get rid of the guns path. No, your foolishness will not be tolerated, at least not by me. No, 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 no. You're done. John Cornyn, you're done. Anybody who wants to embrace this foolishness, you're done, you're foolish, and you're dangerously naive.
thank you, but no thank you. No, no, no. So until you actually can come up with some real solutions, some real common sense, none of this, you know, DNC talking point crap, sit down, have your Prozac, and shut up because you're done. You're just plain done. Ugh. Oh, let's see. What else is on today's agenda? Oh! Oh, speaking of foolishness, the Biden uh, Department of Injustice is actually suing the state of Arizona over an election law that requires proof of citizenship for federal voting. What, you say? But haven't we been told by young skulls full of mush on college campuses that are very white, very overindulged, very overprivileged, and don't have a clue what they're talking about, that if you actually have voter ID laws, they're racist. I said, no, 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 no. Uh, and I knew this was foolishness, but when I saw it, uh, a, a, a YouTube video by a gentleman named Ami Horowitz, and he's at the campus of Cal Berkeley and listening to all these idiotic, overprivileged, dingbat white kids talking about, oh, it is racist and, you know, voter ID laws are racist and, 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 black, and black people don't have the, they don't know where to go I, and to go, to go get their uh, licenses and everything. I'm just going, that has got to be the most racist white dingbat I have ever heard in my life. It is elitist, it's condescending, and yeah, if you're one of these white kids who's been overindulged, overprivileged, and you're being told by your college professors that this is racist, I said, uh-uh, if you're going to be talking racism, you better look in the mirror first. Because I'll tell you, myself, every time I hear that, it just makes my blood boil. Because who in the Sam hell do these people think they are? I am very capable, very, very capable of finding where the DMV is. When I moved uh, to Florida and the community I live in, I found the DMV office. Yay! And I went into said DMV office and I simply asked, what do I need to do to uh, exchange my license for a Florida license and apparently yeah and they told me what I needed to do and how much it would cost I said okay so I got what I needed and when I had everything I needed I went back to said DMV I paid I paid the fees showed them the proper documentation I registered and I was already registered to vote and so yeah here it was boom got my florida driver's license yay and i didn't need no dingbat stupid elitist white kid with far too much privilege with too many dollars and not one lick of sense to tell me how to get my license my 83 year old mother has her driver's license she still drives you know, she's an amazing lady. She still drives. My siblings 
all have driver's licenses. They have ID. My nieces and nephews who are all adults, they have ID in the states that they live in. They didn't need elitist white folks to help them. Not one single bit. And all of my family who are of age, my great niece just graduated high school. She's 18. She didn't need any help from a white liberal to get her driver's license. Not even close. So this is just cracking. This is a crack up and an insult at the same time because apparently the Biden Injustice Department thinks that a the state of Arizona that passed a law by its legislature and signed by the governor, one of the few things Ducey did right, that somehow you have to prove you're a citizen to vote. And apparently, oh, that's just racist. It's just racist. And we're going to sue you. We're just going to sue you. It's like, oh, please. Given Arizona is one of the states that has had some serious voter fraud issues and the DOJ is suing Arizona over its own law requiring citizens to have proof that they are Americans and that they can vote I mean only in the mind of a deranged messed up holier than thou liberal or leftist I should say can this actually exist so no and apparently Brnovich the Attorney General of Arizona is not exactly thrilled about it I said well then fine go get him Mr. Attorney General go get him because this is just messed up this is thoroughly messed up so yeah go get him folks come on Biden prove that this is in violation of the Civil Rights Act of 64 as apparently you're trying to charge so move on and let's go so that's just another messed up example of your tax dollars at work and for all the goofballs who voted for biden thank you very much for this nonsense because i'm definitely going to remember it that is for sure but one thing that really makes me more nervous than that i mean this, the whole thing with arizona and being sued that's foolishness this however my friends this is just a mess this is serious as all get out because now a report that i've been coming across from the epic times and other various news sources about the man-made global food shortages that are coming man-made famine and now what's even crazier is this nonsense coming from the dark lord the dark sith lords of davos namely the world economic forum and their apprentices in the eu in brussels and apparently their first big target is the Netherlands. And I didn't know this when I started digging into the story, but Dutch farmers, the Netherlands is the number two food exporter in the world behind the United States. I thought, whoa. 
that's pretty amazing that is pretty darn amazing and now apparently the dark lord the dark sith lords of davos are now targeting farmers and it's going to be do and they're going to try to do the same thing here in this country because it's already tough on farmers in the united states i mean it's even tougher farmers in the community i live in and there's a lot of beautiful farmland but the problem is they can't afford diesel for their equipment they can't afford fertilizer for the crops they grow or they have to limit what they grow and that's essentially not cool so yeah and so now i'm thinking hmm this is interesting what are they doing in the netherlands and they're using fertilizer yes fertilizer that has helped many nations farm and apparently the dutch are some pretty amazing farmers making the best out of what they have and the netherlands is not a big country i visited there visited amsterdam many years ago so apparently these farmers are now pissed they are protesting and why are they protesting well i want to just play a little bit it's only a couple minutes but this is from a reporter who is on the ground in the netherlands uh doing work for real america's voice and for steve bannon's war room covering the situation right there on the ground talking with locals and so on and so forth so i'll let this gentleman michael yan is his name he is the reporter let let's let him give his report in his own words yes sir Right now, I'm on the A7 highway on the way to a town called Leofarden. Uh, yesterday, uh, police fired a couple of shots at one of the uh, one of the uh, farmers who was protesting. Hit the, the door frame of the tractor, actually. And 16-year-old driver, he's in jail right now. So now there's many farmers heading there, saying that they want to get that 16-year-old out of jail. So the farmers, the government of uh, Netherlands, the Dutch government, is making a naked stab at stealing, confiscating farmers' uh, land in mass huge amounts of land the most productive farmers in the world taking them off of their land and uh and uh and using the land to develop it into cities and so in they're they're using the excuse of nitrogen and ammonia poisoning which is obviously ridiculous and uh of course you would just take that the food is still re needed so you would just be uh tra you know uh, uh, forcing other people in some other country who are not nearly as you know as proficient at farming as the dutch farmers the Dutch farmers are the best in the world. And so, you know, why would you... This whole country should be a farm. Meanwhile, they're trying to make what, the whole what, country what, into a city. What, and the, what and what the farmers are... Michael, what, Michael, Michael what, what, one of the reasons they're doing this is saying this is about fertilizer, and the Dutch are so productive on the small patches they have and it's underwater remember they've been doing this for 2,000 years and holding the sea back what is it Davos and Brussels the central administrative apparatus what do they have against fertilizer what, what why are they why are they against the productivity of the Dutch farmer well that's just information war as you know Steve because they're trying to the Davos crowd the cult of Davos is making a stab at, at taking over uh, our food security they want to control the food, and as you know, who controls the food will control the population. Those are Dutch shelves that you're showing now. Many shelves around the country are empty; others are not. So, you know, to be to be clear, not all the shelves look like that, but many many are. 
And uh, but yeah, so this is a naked staff at taking control of the food supply. Now, I got a message just about an hour ago from Congressman Tom Tiffany's office because they're watching my coverage and they watch War Room, and uh, and they're working on a bill now so that this cannot happen in the United States because they see what's happening here and they know that we're the flash to bang. You know, this is the flash and it's going to bang in the United States as well. Yeah, shot and a chaser. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. That, ladies and gentlemen, if it can happen in a civilized country like the Netherlands, what do not underestimate the Biden administration and the liberal world order, again, those are Joe Biden's words, not mine. Do not underestimate the liberal world order and their ability to take things and screw it up. I mean, it's bad enough you've got people like Bill Gates and China who are buying humongous amounts of land here in the United States because Again, uh, the, the, uh, the reporter said it correctly. He who controls the food controls the population. And I can assure you, there will be. It, uh, and, and I don't know if we're even you know, able to really stop this, but uh-uh. No. These pe- people like the Communist Chinese Party, Bill Gates, other globalist types buying land, buying out companies that are food producers i mean plus you've had so many of these food these food processing plants being essentially destroyed by fire or or somehow i mean the deaths of tens of thousands of chickens and cows and, and and other animals something is just not right about any of this nothing so my friends yeah if they're gonna go after the farmers in a country like the Netherlands do not be the least bit surprised if our you know the FDA or or any other uh, government agency is going to try to stop this you know with the whole fertilizer mess and they will use climate change as their excuse so pretty much be ready folks be ready for anything because these people are absolutely positively have no conscience no qualms whatsoever to inflict as much damage as possible to you the American people to you the American consumer I mean they've already said that obscene gas prices that we're still dealing with now are going to be here for quite a while as long as it takes as long as it takes to what there's the question that I'd love to ask I mean are we gonna have to pay five six dollars a gallon for gas just because you want us to and you're beholden to this ineffective green agenda and all the control that goes with it who knows but I'll tell you what folks again this is the time this is definitely the time to remember once again and I remind you the price of freedom is eternal vigilance amen and amen so with that in mind folks today I'm gonna call it I'm gonna call it an afternoon thank you so much for listening 
Again, you can find our audio podcast anywhere where you get your podcasts. We're on, we are on all the major platforms and even the minor ones too. So look us up, tell, us, tell your friends, follow us on wherever you get your podcasts, and we will be back tomorrow. So take care, have a great one, and remember that patriots still come in all colors.